All right, we clicked the old record button and I'm not there yet. And oh my God, I already screwed it up. All right, well, we're just gonna keep recording because I'm not gonna, not gonna not fix it. I was afraid this would happen, but there we go. though i just can't get over how great and humble i am at fading hello everybody and welcome to the hidden oaks overdose football fix podcast i am one of your lovely hostesses the garlic johnson i am joined by our other lovely hostess the joshua mitchell josh you know what to do howdy folks whoa 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 is that the first howdy ever ever in the history of forevers that's we're incredible we're the greatest podcast of all time. Dear um, Guinness. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Uh, all right. So we have an email address. You can send emails to if you ever want to talk to the show. Overdose at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash hoodpod. We love when you reach out to us. I usually post in a timely manner before we record. Did not do so today. In fact, I'm going to go open Facebook right now to see if anyone commented on it. Probably not because I posted it within like the last two hours. Um, nope. The city of Blaine, Minnesota government added an event that might interest me. So that's sick. Thanks for that notification, Facebook. Um, we have the segment start times down in the description below and we'll have new is on a big fan of those uh, description start times coming up in just a second. But before we get there, I have to thank our lovely, uh, illustrator, Jesus, uh, Levi. Oki. Jesus drew it. Jesus. Well, it's certainly inspired by Jesus. I mean, look at us, Josh, we were chiseled. anyways levi oki illustration is his instagram handle levi oki thank you so much for the beautiful art that all our fan can see right now josh how you doing today doing good how are you i'm doing all right as well uh it's a busier week at work but that also makes the time go a lot faster so you know i'm already halfway done with the week over halfway done with the week weekend's coming again soon and i'm looking forward to it do you want to talk about what the hell you were doing in your driveway there i didn't want to ask you out there so it could be good pod content but what the hell was that you look like you were ready for i don't know you look like it was chernobyl or something with that mask on well yeah i got a got a it's a tool cart that nikita and i are going to repurpose into a bar cart and you had made the you had made the comment, why not just buy a bunch of new stuff and you know make it look old? Because that costs money. This was free. And yes, I may have spent the money to buy that respirator, the goggles, the gloves, but cancer lasts a lifetime. And that's what I'm gonna get from that lead paint if I don't have those things. So basically what I was doing is the story behind that is my grandpa and grandma moved and in their shed garage whatever you want to call it they had a bunch of really cool old things and that was one of them and nikita and i both wanted it so we could turn it into a bar cart it's covered in lead paint covered in grease and oil and god knows what else kind of toxins and the last time i touched it with my bare skin i got a rash that lasted for a couple hours so i decided to go all out and the last thing i found the last thing i want to do is eat paint chips and become bradley so yeah, I mean, that's fair. You got safety, yeah. safety first. Yep. So that's what I was doing. Uh, just kind of take, taking it apart right now because I figured it would be easier to strip all that paint off and clean it and um, refinish it when it was in separate pieces instead of one giant freaking lunk of wood. A lunk, huh? A Not th- a lump, a lunk. Lunk. Because <laughs> it's a lump of junk right now. A lunk, ladies and gentlemen. Not only did we have the first howdy ever, we invented a word on the podcast. I think that's the first time it's ever happened a on a lunk. podcast. God, we are incredible. Speaking of how great we are at podcasting, I know some of our core fans don't give a shit, and Josh seems to be annoyed when we talk about it in length, but 
Um, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the historical event that was the podcast wars. We've already won the podcast wars, but um, a couple, just a couple interesting tidbits out of the out of the Walters podcast this week. Um, first of all. Or not the Walters podcast, excuse me, the A-Dub podcast. I mentioned Walters because he didn't even put out a podcast yet. I don't know. He put out three last week and so far zero this week. That man is snoozing. He's uh, getting ahead of the game here. He's doing three weeks at a, three for, three at a time for three weeks in advance, so he just guessed. <laughs> okay. Speaking, the, re- the, whole, the reason I started this behind enemy lines, Josh, I, don't even, I genuinely don't know if you know this, but Walters and I did like an impromptu podcast on Saturday, and we posted it to both our channel and his channel. Don't know if you knew that. Absolutely not. Well, it happened. I talked to Walters about stuff. Hey, you know, I went. I almost don't want to make this joke, but I think our fans will be our fan will be okay with it. I showed up to Walters' house thinking it was like a make a wish type deal, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll hang out with this kid for a little bit." But turns out there's nothing fucking wrong with Walters. He's just Walters. So that enough? Is it? I'm gonna take a moment of silence so we could enter Alex's answer here. Push the yeah button. Which, the PA yeah button? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know which one it is. Uh, oh, I got it. Boom. Yes! It's enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Coaching so, tree. Are so, you planting a tree in your backyard? No. So, would you say, just you understand how coaching trees works, the concept of them. Would you say, in, in, pot, in the world of podcasts, we are part of Alex Williams' coaching tree? No. Okay, that was my stance as well because we had never podcasted under or with. Um, we Alex. did as a guest, R- correct? I was I was gonna say we've been a get we've been guests, but we've never been like a part of his staff. So right. to say we're part of his coaching tree, that was bad. Is Larry Fitzgerald part of the Minnesota Vikings organization tree because he was a ball boy for them in 1940? I think that's a little different. Because uh, did he get paid to do that? I don't know. He touched balls. So he wouldn't be part of the coaching staff. He would be a Vikings alum. Anyways, um, so I know you want to keep moving. Mr. 2000,000 heard about our fantasy fun time at the end of their pod. He didn't realize that was a segment of ours, and he said he chose the wrong pod. And so it sounds like there's some disgruntled uh, you know, disgruntled employee there. It sounds like he's looking for a trade, or maybe A-Dub might just release him if he can't contain him. You know, well, we've seen- Sazen is a uh, free agent after this season, so we may be able to uh, outbid so well, I, I would I would definitely like to get the multicultural status of this of this thousand character, uh, just because we are getting absolutely belittled by the Rooney Rooney rule. Well, Josh, I mean, two Scandinavian white guys isn't enough for you. Come on, diversity. I guess no, you're right. <laughs> um i mean that was it also they uh they started their own segment called studs and duds which you good for wait them. that sounds original never heard that before and it's not like we've ever stolen anything from them we're gonna stop talking about the podcast war now again because we won but speaking of not stolen segments oh this next uh this next segment we're gonna hop into hot takes brought to you by strawberry arnold palmer and walters also announced he really liked when i spoke out loud the segment start time that i'm writing down with pin just the same way you do 613 go fuck yourself um hot takes josh my hot take of the week we're gonna have three nfc north playoff teams in the playoffs this year it's gonna be the pack the vike and the lions i like it i had something typed up but it was something super stupid um, last week I had the whole Cam Newton wearing normal clothes. I think I just typed up, uh, NFC North will have three playoff teams wearing normal clothes. Um, <laughs> Genius. just because, you know, recycled jokes are my thing. Right. Um, but no, I, I didn't want to write my own down because I, I think that we are back in the NFC North being the best division of football. We are the only division of football with four teams with a winning record. Yeah. And the only losses came from within the division. It's true. And, and, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate that Green Bay has to be the bully and handing those losses out, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. I was thinking, I was like, the Lions lost, but no, the Lions never lost. They tied. The Lions have not lost. They're the Lions, undefeated. There are two undefeated NFC North football teams That's and two true. pathetic loser football teams in this division. You are one pathetic loser. I would push the sound. I... I really need to streamline the soundboard so I don't have so many. Anyways. I ate mine. Well, no, I have some of them over here. She she was over here eating a sheet of paper once, and I was like, eh, it's a podcast. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So did you did you have a hot take or no? Nope. 
Okay, thank you for, uh, you know, participating in the segment. Next segment, definitely not starting at 9.55. See, I didn't say it that time. Walters, I didn't say it out loud. Um, NFL news, Josh, what do we got? I have a mouthful of uh, goldfish right now. I'm, I'm, I'm. I know. I'm currently. We p- record the podcast in your house. I'm thinking about trading you for a thousand. That's fine. <laughs> How big of a handful did you take? Your mouth is still full, and it's been at least thirty <laughs> seconds. I Are like you just fish. not chewing and just moving your lips, <laughs> smacking your lips back and forth? It's, it's Jesus. It's part of the bit, garlic. Just go with it. Oh, okay. Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. Christmas is right around the corner. What better gift to give a loved one? than the Jackhawk 9000. Available at Walmart. That was running an ad fast. Absolutely. So this week, we haven't been doing a whole lot of like news news. We've been doing fantasy-related news. Um, I only wrote one injury down, even though I know that there were some players that got banged up. Um, I'm only going to talk about Saquon. He was most likely the number one overall draft in most people's drafts, unless you are in a taco league. Um, hey, man, I would have taken Christian McCaffrey first overall in our actually, league. Actually, I would have too, but we took we took Saquon and Geet and I in her family league. Um, but that's just because they get bonus for everything. So we figured he'd have more opportunities for long runs. Um, but yeah, so that's the only injury I want to talk about. I mean, there were some people that got banged up. I know Edelman's questionable. DJX is questionable. Um, Jeffrey, I think, sounds like he's going to play. But for the most part... Um, Saquon's a big one. Um, and then the not injury one I saw that you added and, and I was definitely going to talk about was the third string running back in Los Angeles for the Chargers. Um, Melvin Gordon, he is now returning from his holdout. Allegedly, yeah. I mean, the, the little update we both got says that he's not going to play this week, but he plans on rejoining the team and being in the fold. So Austin Eckler, his stock is plummeting, not because he's bad. He's, you know, he's proven he's great, but the team's probably going to give Melvin Gordon those touches or they're just going to go to a complete 50-50 system with Justin Jackson's stock plummeting even lower. So yep. while they are, they're good backs, they would do great on any other team. But in this situation, I mean, you got to believe they're going to give the rock to Melvin, whether he deserves it or not. Yeah, no, you'd, you'd, you would think that. And, and I definitely agree. I think it'll be a 50-50 split just because Eckler's got a hot hand right now. So why would you get rid of it? You know, you're not going to just quit him cold turkey. Um, and then at the same time, though, most people, you would hope that most people handcuffed them. You know, they got Eckler if they drafted Gordon. Um, you would hope unless, so. Unless you were in one of those late drafts where Eckler went before Gordon, and then the Gordon owner is sitting there just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, stop. <laughs> okay, I appreciate you actually stopping. All right, we'll just move on then. All right, so um not writing anything down in particular right now. Week three Homer results, Josh. Uh, I happen to be listed here first, so I'll just oh, go. Go f- ahead, bud. What? That that sounded like a little Minnesota nice. Do you want to go first, Josh? You can go first. No, no, absolutely. Your name's on there first. Well, your team name, I guess, and you know, your team's listed first. So go ahead. I'm gonna eat more goldfish. Talk long. I'm not going to talk long. Uh, so Vikings beat Oakland 34-14. Uh, anyone who listens to this pod would know that at this point. Uh, the, the run game was strong. We had over 200 team yards, like I think three three rushing touchdowns. Uh, Kirk was sufficient, 15 for 21, 174 yards and a tutter. And it, it wasn't like that was a garbage time tutter. That was the first score of the game. I think it was on the third or fourth play. We threw He threw a 55-yarder to Adam Thielen. So... Kirk looked all right. Um, another picture, perfect example of what Zimmer wants this team to be. We uh, pound the beef, like Pat Elfline likes to say, and we controlled the clock. We tired down the defense, and winner, winner, chicken dinner. The end. Um, this is this is a legit question. This isn't just me picking picking on Kirk Cousins like I like to do. Sure. Um, his touchdown, the Thielen. I because I was watching the Packers game on my laptop, and I just had that on in the background. Wrong. Okay, but continue. The mic didn't pick that up. You got it. It's not wrong, Gar. Okay. Anyways. Um, but was that touchdown to Adam Thielen? That was on a short pass where Thielen just did all the... Incorrect. No? Okay. I was just... Okay. That's fine. No, and, and looking at his stat line alone, you know, 174 yards, that's, you know, not a lot. But at the same time, he didn't turn the ball over, um, and they still won. So, yeah, I would say it's a good overall game. Good team win for Minnesota there. <laughs> 
shut up and talk about the Packers. Packers dominated. I'm pretty sure Goodell just started engraving the Lombardi Trophy with Green Bay on it. Um, no, they won 27-16 against the Denver Broncos. Uh, I, I found it interesting. Rodgers was hit once all game. Not sacked, just hit. And and yeah, it was it was just like that because Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, come on, they, they, they please, um, please. But they they also Denver is three weeks in, and if I were to tell you three weeks into the season, Nick, um, well not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller would have zero sacks, and Nick Denver Chubb is, also has zero sacks. He's tied with Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Um, that entire team has zero sacks all year. They're the only team without a sack. So yeah. maybe they should grow one. Yeah, we need we need one of those. <laughs> the drum and cymbal. Um, note to garlic: when you listen to this later, play a drum and cymbal um, sounder or download one and put it in the oh, podcast. I, I will not do that. Okay, um, but yeah. So I mean, he was hit once. The defense struggled against the run, and they have lately. Um, but they had six sacks and three takeaways. Um, Jared Alexander is a baller. He may not know how to catch the... He may have, you know, oven mitts on his hands whenever a pass comes his way, but he is a baller. He had, you know, passes defended. He forced a fumble and recovered the fumble. Um, and then we had two picks. So I'm, I was happy overall with the defense. Um, the offense was stale again, but it did have moments where it shone, uh, where it shined. Um, I don't know. I wrote shone, but... Uh, Shine bright like a diamond, Josh. Exactly. Um, my... My 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 friend Re Re told me that um, was it Rihanna or Beyonce that said that Nikita tell me later, um, <laughs> but yeah so the offense was still but it was raining um, garlic you may want to get the uh, the oh my god or I don't know, do we have a surprised sounder I haven't looked at the sounders in a while I don't know if it's a surprise I have well this. Dak here's the nope, deal I'm the best there is plain simple I mean I wake up in the morning I piss excellence yeah Matt Lafleur I I was I saw that earlier too. <laughs> Yep, so hang on. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, uh, you fast. Aaron Rodgers uh, is not the same Aaron Rodgers he was in 2011. He's better. Okay, tell me why. Well, Garlic, you may not know this because you do not drink of the alcoholic beverage. You got me. But... Everything gets better with age. Scotch, whiskey, cheese. Tell me, Wisconsin, what is it known for? You are correct. Drunken cheese eaters. He's getting better with age. He's just playing the slow game right now. Uh? Wrong button. It's a Chris Farley one. Okay, you want, you're looking for this one. I was checking the... Uh, Specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. Could also be this one. Nope, oh, nope. Oh, come on, baby girl. Team has a bunch of losers in Minnesota. It's not playing, Josh. It's not playing. No, you get but, seven on your keyboard. But I will say that he he did struggle a bit. Um, and it, and it's one week, meh. Two weeks, meh. Both solid defenses. Um, but this this week he had some passes where it's just like, what the hell are you doing? And while he hasn't turned the ball over yet, he's not as pinpoint accurate as he was before. Um, so yeah, I would I would say he's definitely not in the uh, the prime that we're used to. But I would still call him an elite quarterback because you're gonna want him to have the ball in the fourth if you're down. I mean, that's that's just what it is. Um, but you know, that's that's really all I have to say on that. I almost threw up saying it. Um, I don't want that. There we go. Um, but, but you know, it's only week three, um, and I lost my train of thought. Week three watchable moments. What other games did you see? Well, so, Josh, is a very interesting question. Um, I didn't not watch a lot of games, but just kind of going over the scores and, like, seeing what games I could write down for this because I did a little editing of the notes myself last night. I was like... Minshew, so that was the Thursday night game almost a week ago. Minshew held on. Uh, I, if anyone saw the opening drive of that game, Jaguars went out there, went three and out, but then they recovered a punt fumble and they got the ball like right on the goal line and they scored and the game was over at that point, essentially. Um, so good for them. Chargers lost. I watched that game. That was depressing. Um, 
Indy hold, held off Atlanta. Looks like it came down to the end. KC, they're just their offense is unstoppable. Detroit steals a road win against Philly. Kyle Allen is God. Danny Dimes plays well and gets a little lucky at the end. That missed field goal helped him out, but you know he he played good enough to get to that point. Teddy Cl- Two Gloves got it done for now. Um, and then the 49ers, I know you don't, you're not a big Jimmy G fan, but they're three and oh, whether it's Jimmy G's, uh, you know, if, if it's he's not. helping or not, Josh, they're three and oh, yeah, no, uh, what teams. I'm, what I'm hearing is Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers, both three and oh quarterbacks are the exact equivalent of each other. They're perfect equals. <laughs> this is the part where Josh storms away. If we had a video pod, that bit would have been so much better. But oh, I thought there's a little camera on my computer. Well, that's that. That's certainly recording you, but not for the podcast. Yikes! Any, uh, so I just kind of went through a list of notes there, Josh. I don't know if you saw any other games. Anything you want to call out? No, I. I mean, I didn't. I don't think I watched much more football than Sunday because I was still recovering from the weekend. Um, I got a l- very little sleep. It was Ben's bachelor party. Uh, ben got very little food in his system ladies um and so we i had a i had a bit of a rough go i, I kind of relaxed after that um little r-e-l-a-x is oh yeah oh yeah so preview week four god i've I'm, I'm never you think as a guy who's done this for as long as i have would be ready but i'm never Six, ready seven eight nine years yeah that's what it is okay so vikings again are listed first we play Chicago, three o'clock game, two and one teams. And so there's not really a segment in this show for me to just talk generally about the Vikings. So I'm going to hijack the preview to just kind of genuinely speak about the Vikings as well. I wrote down a couple notes. Um, so what, what the first thing I wrote down is that the Vikings, while they've looked good twice, they need to do more than win cushy home games um, to get into the playoffs this year and to make a run. So we've beat the Atlanta Falcons and the Raiders at home. We lost to Green Bay on the road. We play Chicago on the road this week. Um, so let's just look at the remainder of our home games first. We have the Eagles. That game is not, you know, a walk in the park, but is winnable. We play the Redskins. If we better win that game, we play the Broncos at home. Should win that one. Play the Lions at home. We should win that one. And then our last two home games are Green Bay and Chicago. Let's just say, for the sake of argument, we lose one of those because why not? So that right there puts us at seven wins just based on winning home games. We play the Giants on the road, which again, that's not a walk in the park anymore. Danny Dimes looks all right, so that puts us to eight wins, assuming we beat them. And eight wins is not good enough to get us in the playoffs. So we're going to have to steal some road games here. Hopefully we can get it done in Chicago this weekend. If not, we play at Detroit uh, week seven. Hopefully we play at KC. We're not going to beat them. We play at um, Dallas on Sunday night. Not going to win that game because it's Kirk Cousins. We play at Seattle on a Monday night game. (laughs) Won't win that game. We play Sunday night again at the Chargers. We won't win that game. So... As optimistic as I am looking at this team, I don't see us winning many road games and certainly not late in the season. So I don't know. I wanted to rant about that for a bit. We'll see. Uh, on a brighter side of things, I'm not overly concerned about Kirk Cousins. His bad Green Bay game is just, you don't want to say it's, it, you don't want to just shrug it off like, eh, it happens. But again, Kirk Cousins is not that top tier Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers quarterback. He is the i've he is the cousin's line he has replaced andy dalton as as the median of the league um so games like that are going to happen games are going to get away from you if it's a continued uh, prolonged thing that's terrible but you know one bad game a season is not going to kill you uh the last thing i wrote there is a team so fragile that it couldn't overcome one gaffe specifically that um uh interception he threw you know in the fourth quarter you're not meant to make a deep Super Bowl run. Certainly, you could say he lost us the game, but if we're in that position where one player in one play can lose us the game, we're not a very good team. So, that's all I have to say. Hopefully, we beat Chicago. I know I didn't t- talk much about the matchup, Josh, but you have some notes about the matchup. Go for it. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Um, yeah, so I just said, you know, some things to watch and, and some things that, you know, keep an eye on for the game. Most people are going to be watching Cook because he is the offense. Um I don't think anybody at this point would argue that it's Cook 1, Thielen 2, dear God, don't throw an interception 3. And that is uh, a joke. Um, and so <laughs> um, Chicago's run D, I think, is second or third in the league. I think they're averaging 67 yards, something like that. Um, 
Delvin Cook is a leading rusher, so you know, well, force meets immovable things with objects. I don't know. Phrase nailed it. Nailed it. Um, that's that's kind of what that game's all about. So I'm excited to watch that game. Um, Nagy has some tricks up his sleeves. It's early in the season, divisional game. Probably a little bit bitter about losing to Green Bay. Um, probably a little bit bitter about having Mitch Trubisky as a quarterback. Um, <laughs> it's a brutal life. So, you know, that, some trickery there. Um, and then special teams play because both these defenses are solid. So I think that it's going to be a um, field position battle. So um, I think special teams is going to be a big factor here. So punting, pinning them deep, um, field goals. I, I could see this game coming down to a field goal. That's That's how I feel. Hopefully it's not a field goal for us to make, but a field goal for them to miss. There you go. Otherwise we're doomed. Yeah. So Thursday, 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 we've got Philly at Green Bay. The Philadelphia Eagles come to Green Bay at one and two. Green Bay is coming off of a strong victory against Denver. They are sitting at three and oh, and to top the division. The top to division. I'm detarded. Um, Things to watch, options for both teams. Um, Philly, so I wrote down some stats on here. Philly's allowed 57 rush yards per game compared to Green Bay's 130. But I would say that, you know, Denver's run game is a little bit stronger than Philly's, and Minnesota's run game is a lot stronger than Philly's. Um, I don't know how Chicago did. Chicago had some decent runs in there, but... um, so 130 yards after three games, it's a lot. Um, but 57 after three games, I don't know if that's just the talent. I don't know what teams they played. Um, <coughs> Green Bay is allowed 200 pass yards per game compared to Phillies. Um, and so Phillies allowed 300 um, yard, pass yards per game. Um, so this might be the time for Aaron Rodgers and the receivers to get on track. Um, just because it's been eight rough quarters in three games. I would say that they've had four decent quarters. Um, most of the, or the one quarter last week, the fourth quarter, just mostly because it was hand the ball off and don't fumble. So decent quarter. I've heard that game plan before. Um, <laughs> um, offensive line versus struggling pass rush. Um, they've had two sacks in the three games this season. So Green Bay's offensive line, they need to keep it going. Green Bay can't let Philly run on them. Um, if they hold them to 100 yards less, take advantage of injured wide receivers because they're struggling nelson aguilar is your number one yikes yeah i don't know if that was you concluding your thoughts it was okay oh and that segment was brought to you by the undefeated and still ever delicious spotted cow beautiful so that means we're moving on here so we 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 had the week three watchable moments as a segment so i figure why not do the same thing for the other moments we're excited about week four so i have come up with what i think is a pretty good segment i was gonna give you mad props until i saw they weren't capitalized well yeah i'm also lazy so right now we're we're bringing you the new segment um other well this isn't good so it's not going to be week four all the time but right now we're talking other week four tingles and jingles we got a little tingly in our jingly or a little jingly in our tingly however you want to look at it so these are the other moments in week uh, the upcoming week that we're excited about so uh the ones i wrote down is can detroit get the ultimate steal just because i think detroit's kind of surprised a couple teams beating the chargers and then beating uh philly in philly so josh can detroit steal kc can they get that win I don't know. <laughs> I was waiting for last, No. Last year, nobody thought they'd beat the Patriots, and they beat the Patriots. This year, no one thinks they're going to beat KC, and they're going to beat themselves, and KC is going to kick their ass. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? No, I mean, yeah, I don't think they'll win. I, I'm interested. I, I hope I can watch that game, though. Hopefully, it's a noon game, and I can watch it. The Vikings don't play till 325, so hopefully. Um, Carolina at Houston, just to see if Kyle Allen can play, I think, a better caliber team than the Cardinals, see what he does. And then uh, Dallas-New Orleans. I'm excited for that one. Um, it's in New Orleans, so even though Dallas certainly comes in as the better team with Drew Brees out, it's a hostile environment, certainly. We'll see what Teddy Two Gloves can do at home. Yeah, no, I agree with all those games. I'm, I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm excited for the Packers, but the only Are other game, sure? the only other game that I care about watching is the Vikings and Bears because it is division. So, within the division games, usually pretty fun. That's true. All right, man, moving on yet again. Um, let's talk about some locks and some upsets, Josh. You, uh, 
We only have one perfect team remaining, and it's probably not the person you want to be perfect still uh, at this point in the locks and upset season. Do you do you know who is the perfect team? I do. Who is it, Josh? Don't want to say. Okay. Well, it is uh, our dear friend Jalen Swanson, a man we have never met in real life. We've played Madden against many a time. He's in our dynasty, Hidden Oaks Dynasty League. And, uh, yeah, after three weeks, he's got the perfect nine. It's incredible. Everyone else fell off. T, me, Jordan, Kyle, Brian, Walters, Josh, we all we all fell off the bandwagon. We missed our opportunity at the – oh, and Nikita. Oh, no, Nikita was done after week two. But um, we all fell off the bandwagon. We did not get our picks right. It's a brutal week. But, uh, yeah, so Jalen's atop the leaderboard. Um, last week, Josh, you and I were both let down by Arizona, uh, not defeating Carolina. I don't think anyone foresaw um, Kyle Allen doing what the hell he did. Still, still don't even know if that's a real person. Um, that's other, like one of those generic names they give you in Madden. That's correct. Uh, the quarterback. Another upset that upset some of our participants was Atlanta over Indy. That, of course, did not happen. Um, and Pittsburgh did not upset San Fran. Um, this week, Josh, who you got? I've got the Chargers over Miami. Shocker. Am I allowed to do that? Uh, did you have Miami losing last week? No, but Nikita and I were talking about it, and she said she thought it was two weeks prior. No, it's just, it's just the last week, yeah. Okay, so then I have the Chargers over Miami, and then my upset is Tennessee beating Atlanta. I think Atlanta, their defense, they're losing pieces left and right. Maddie Ice is just Maddie Rice, just you know, throwing rice around. I couldn't think of a word that rhymed with ice. Matty fat Rice enough. nailed yeah. it. Um, and then Tennessee, they they did well last week, so I'm just going to roll with them. Um, I was toying with Jacksonville over Denver as well. That's actually, you know what? I'm going to do an on pod switch. Whoa! I am switching to Jacksonville over Denver because Godner Minshew is my hero. Yeah, I mean he's. Uh... He's the meme lord of the league, but he's also he's 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 undefeated, I think. So, or no, he lost to no. Is he undefeated? As a starter, he is. As a starter, he is. Okay, so he lost. Wait, no, I don't know. I just don't listen to me. I'm 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 bad. They definitely lost to Houston. I can tell you that. I think Gardner Minshew started that game. Anyways, um, so Josh, thank you for asking. Who I got for the locks and upsets? I picked Baltimore over Cleveland because I have still yet to pick the cliche Miami loss. Um, so I'm still holding out on that. I will pick it eventually, I promise. But I didn't want to do that, so I put Baltimore over Cleveland in my lock. I think that's pretty safe. And then, so no, no one else can see this, but I was looking at our upsets board, and we have, you know, we have a, a core set of people that get their locks and upsets in early. Jalen gets it done early just because I think he likes to, and then we have kind of the core five of the pod you me eric's nikita and walters um and the only two upset picks were either tennessee over atlanta or jacksonville over denver and i was like fuck that i don't want to be a sheep so my upset is going to be new orleans at home over dallas that's a, that was one of the ones that crossed my mind too i had you know three in there and that was that was the bottom of that three of that list um but no, I think that's a safe pick. Teddy showed that he could be a game manager. Alvin Kamara, solid. Uh, that defense is pretty good as well. So um, Dallas going into New Orleans, you know, they've been having a great season, but Zeke struggled last week a little bit. And I don't know if you can. He definitely did not struggle last week against Miami. They just benched him. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, that's not the same thing as struggling. Yeah, it is. Okay. No. <laughs> he struggled to see the field. Um, you know, rolled his ankle, ate some pork rinds that kind of thing whatever you say um but no they I, I think that that's a good pick it's definitely a ballsier pick than jacksonville over denver or um tennessee over atlanta but you know do what you want i will i just noticed eric's and nikita had the same locking upsets as if they were colluding at work today but eric's lives in upside down land via mm, well they're in the northern hemisphere, so if that's the same hemisphere as us, it wouldn't be upside down. Wrong sidey lefty. We'll go with that one. They probably do righty loosey over there, like a bunch of fucking idiots. Oh god! Next thing you're gonna do is tell me that their toilets flush counterclockwise. Nope. Again, that would be Australia, not Latvia. Wait, Latvia is in the northern hemisphere. Yeah. Which state? Right is, next which to state Russia. is it in? Which <laughs> it's in Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, I always thought that everything since 
USA is so much better than everybody that it's just above everything and everybody else is the Southern Hemisphere. We like to think so, certainly. But uh, in fact, that's not the reality. Oh, wow. That's Disappointing, weird. I know. Yeah. Wait, I'm sure we could do something about that. I'm sure some scientists could like pick up the country and have us like hover, hover, hover over the North Pole or something. Over. Wow. Public education <laughs> at its finest. All right, we've no! ranted long enough. Josh? I want you to give us the, the, the little intro jingle for this uh, for this next segment. What's the next segment? <clears throat> it's week four. It's week four. It's time for fantasy fun time. Pew! <laughs> Nailed it. That was that was beautiful. I I can't cut that and make that. The, Hang on, the America's Got Talent week. is calling me. <laughs> Uh, have, so, a little quick digression. Has T ever shared with you that that clip of Doctor Disrespect who like uh, picks up like his flip phone while he's streaming? Do you know who Doctor Disrespect? I, is? I know who he is, but no, oh. he has not shared it with me. Oh, it's it's a it's a funny clip. I'll share it with you afterwards. But it's like he's just sitting there streaming, and then he the flip phone is ringing. He picks it up. He goes, "Nike, this is the two time champ." It's just the conversation's hilarious. Uh, anyway, sorry, that was a digression that no one else cared about but us. Fantasy fun time, of course, always starts with a grain of salt, and mine is uh, kind of like last year, getting more and more bitter over time. This week in fantasy, in my eight leagues, I went three and five, continuing to get worse. I went six and two, then four and four, now three and five. I'm moving in the wrong direction, folks. My overall record is 13 and 11, with a winning percentage of just over half at 54.17%. Josh, please throw me a lifeline. I, I can't. I can't do this again. I can't suck in all my leagues. Well, you know, I feel bad because I handed one of them L's. You did hand me one of them L's. You also handed me one of them W's, Josh. I, didn't I know did. If we were going to no, go there. No, I had there, to even but... it out. But uh, I struggled as well. I went. So I started off the season four and one, and then three and two, and then this week I went two and three. <gasps> I won in two redraft leagues, lost in one because Saquon got hurt, and then I lost in both the dynasties. It's kind of a struggling week, um, but I'm undefeated in the Hidden Oaks redraft, and I somehow won in the Victoria's Secret um, against Jordan, who was the only, or him and Alex were the only two undefeated teams, so now it's just Alex. Um, shout out to Al. Um, and so I went nine and six. Or I'm nine and six overall between my five leagues. Um, sitting at sixty percent win percentage. A little bit better than you, but still not as high as I'd hope to be. I'm just happy I won in the redraft league. That trophy looks really good on top of my bookcase. It doesn't have any books on it because I can't read. Go tuck yourself in, Josh. All right. What's next bit's yours? Top performers of the week. <laughs> You're nailing it. QB, Russell Wilson, 41.3 points. He had, I think, two passing touchdowns and a rushing. Uh, I think he had two rushing. Did he? Oh, well. I think. I didn't write stats down. I just wrote points. <laughs> uh, Daniel Jones, 34.2, and then Patrick Mahomes with a measly 27.9. What uh, a fucking loser. Right? Didn't even get 30. Uh, Kamara had 37.1. Mark Ingram, um, he's still alive, 35.5. And then Philip Lindsay with 29. Um, wide receivers this week, they went off. There was like six of them above 30. Um, Mike Evans with 45. Keen Allen, as my wife likes to call him. Keen. Keen. Um, her boy Keen. And Kale. Um, 43.6. And then Cooper Cup, 33.2, leading me to victory. Um, tight ends, Darren Waller, uh, 27.1. Boy. Yep. Greg Olson, 25.5. Um, apparently, they allowed him to bring his wheelchair out there this week. Um, and then Austin Hooper, 24.6. haven't heard his name on here yet. What do you think about that list? See any names on there that just kind of stick out, like Daniel Jones? Does Daniel Jones stick out, Gar? Why is Daniel Jones on this list? Who the hell is Daniel Jones? Josh, that's Danny Dimes to you, sir. Danny, Who coined that nickname? Don't worry about it, Josh. Danny Dimes, it shall be. Is it Danny Earth, Dimes it because after he comes back down to reality, he's going to be making dimes on the corner? Sure. I All don't right. care. It's Danny Dimes. Just deal with it. All right. Studs and duds, who you got? Actually, we need to do the recap. Who did you have? <laughs> Last week, I had Peyton Barber as the stud. Was not studly. Uh, came in four points under his projection. I had Nick Chubb as my dud, which technically he was. He was projected 17.2. He scored 17 point. 
one. Suck it, nerds. There was actually a stat correction. He had 18.1. One of his was actually a catch. Well, not in the sheet, Josh. I'm just kidding. I actually don't. I'm going to check because I thought it was 18, but you know, it's whatever. I'm just going to stall a bit here. You can go ahead and read Eric's. All right. Last week, Eric's had Derrick Henry as the stud and nope. Was not. He came in uh, point point three under his projection. Adam Thielen as the dud. Again, nope. He was projected 14.6 full PPR, and he got 20.6. Did you find what you wanted to, or should I keep going? Um, I found it, and we're just going to ignore what I said. Um, I had, Tell me. I had Tyler Boyd as a stud who was technically not. He scored 12.7. He was projected 12.8 for negative point one. And then I had Mitch Trubisky, who was 16.8 projected. He got 19.4 for negative 2.6 but i will say i did look at one point and i think it was during the half he was sitting at 26 points or something like that so i don't know what happened but he lost points because i'm sitting there i was just like this freaking eli manning mouth breathing diaper wearing quarterback is going to get 50 points when i projected him as a dud but nope he lost points for me so i'm i'm okay with the negative 2.6 uh, differential there considering it could have been worse hold on let me do your wife okay we got whoa Dak <laughs> whoa whoa all right josh that bit was brewing in my head for at least a minute 45 seconds i was waiting for you to wrap the hell up so i could say that out loud your reaction was perfect all right meanwhile as i do your wife Dak prescott um was her stud projected 21.7 uh he was technically a stud got 22.5 so a 0.8 differential there michael thomas projected as, as the dud again nikita was uh, honing in on the 0.8 here this week he was projected 17.2 actually got 60.4 for a positive differential in the dud of 0.8 so she came out of the week positive 1.6 which is funnily enough she's the only one to have both stud and dud projections right this week so congrats wife um if the sound bit worked i would currently play it well lottie freaking dot but it's not working so it makes well, me sad. good uh she was also the high scorer for this week with positive 1.6 so we're bad um the next highest positive score um actually let's just go on who do you have this week Josh, you're not being very fair all right the next highest score was walters uh he had chris godwin as a stud who was not um he only put up seven when he's projected 13.5 for negative 6.5 but thanks his, a lot for making me lose to josh walters right um but his dud was actually a dud Le'Veon bell put up 10.3 when he was projected 18.1 um for a differential of 7.8 so he had positive 1.3 going to the scoreboard on the season um this week was a little bit of a downer for all of us only two of us scored positive, but in the end, Garlic, you're still in the lead, 30.2 over Nikita, 10.9, and then coming in the middle, what? All right, Walters is in third with negative 1.9, and I am negative 2.2, and Eric's quit. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Good for you, but... Eric's you're at 20 negative 24.9 yikes um but yeah no overall I mean he's getting better week one negative 9.4 week two negative 8.2 week three negative 7.3 so this week he's gonna get negative six by the time we get to the end of the season he's gonna have negative 160 points total did you do that math in your head or was that just complete bullshit because I'm genuinely curious if you're that quick both well <laughs> That's interesting. All right. See, I can do the math in my head, but who says it's right? I guess you have a good point. Uh, so, Josh, I do want to have just a quick second of a couple's argument on the pod. So I know you're a man who believes in copy and paste, and I appreciate that about you. But if you will notice, your laziness has led me to see week three twice on this sheet. And where? Yeah, I, I actually I noticed that when we were reading um, the scores, but yeah, that is, I just did that because I didn't want to have to retype anything. You also did that on the complete uh, agenda for the week, and I went in and fixed every single number. Oh, thank you. Because it bugged me. Appreciate.
Anyways, this week I got Deontay Johnson as my stud. If you've never heard of him, position and team, he is a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers, who you probably still won't hear of this week, but I'm hoping he does me some good. He's only projected 9.8. I think he will outscore that. As my dud, I got Devonta Freeman. Honestly, when I was going through the list, I did not find a dud I like this week. I think, you know, everyone's kind of going to do what they're expected to do. Uh, I just don't like Devonta Freeman. I think they played Tennessee. I don't like the matchup. So, uh, you know, I usually try and pick my dud as a person with, who's projected pretty high. He's only projected 13.6. So we'll see. Yeah, I went. Um, it's going to happen at least once a year, possibly twice. I went with Josh Gordon as my stud. Um, but I actually have reasoning behind it. And that is because um, he's projected 12.8, which I feel is low considering he scored more than that last week with um, when he came out the field injured twice. Um, but he's healthy now. Julian Edelman's banged up. Antonio Brown is gone. Philip Dorsett is Philip Dorsett. And so I feel like Josh Gordon's he's going to have a decent game. They're going to be passing against Buffalo. Um, and so that's that's my stud for this week. I'm projecting, you know, oh, man, 42 carries. 473 points in the first quarter. No? All oh, right. Well, I'm no. glad you didn't do your joke because I was waiting for you to say 432 points and then the second quarter happens. I was going to punch you in the fucking face. I said face. in the first quarter. I know, which is better than doing like the lead up to the, you know, and then I preferred it the way you did it, even though it's still a dumb joke. All right. No, I'm, I'm actually saying, you know, I think he's going to put up around 20 this week. Sure. Um, my dud, it's actually a ballsy dud. I will admit it. But I'm going with the Bears defense. Um, As your dud? That's a good call. We're going I'm, I'm going up. with the Bears defense. And, and I don't know if you checked it earlier, but I had Delvin Cook slash Stefan Diggs. Diggs. You sure did. Uh, because I couldn't decide between the two. Um, and then Nikita texted me her picks. So I went, I went Cook and she went Diggs. Um, spoiler alert. Um, but Delvin Cook's projected 18. It's not that I don't think he's good. I just think that the Bears defense is good. They're going to come out there for a divisional game. Kirk Cousins is, they're going to try and make Kirk throw the ball. They're going to load the box. They're going to give him the AP treatment. Now, will he bust off for a 75-yard touchdown run on the first play and make me uh, eat my words? Probably. But will he fumble 16 times after that? You're praying? Oh, I'm praying that he breaks off that big play, yeah. Um, But no, so I'm I'm banking on them just kind of containing him, not necessarily keeping him below 100 yards, but keeping him out of the end zone for the most part. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't get a score, 18 will be hard to hit, I think, for sure. Yep. So I'll go next. I got Eric's. He did Keen Allen as his uh, stud. Uh, 20.3 is the projection. Uh, we did get, sometimes Eric's provides comments, sometimes he does not. So Eric said, stud, Keenan Allen. Uh, parentheses, apparently there is no one else who can catch the ball on that team, or Rivers seems to think so. Also, plays against Miami. So one quick note to Eric's. I know you're not the Chargers fan than I am, but this has been the case for many, many years. Keenan Allen has been a target whore slash vacuum forever in that team uh forever on that team and the only time he is not is when he's broken something so right if keenan allen wasn't injured we'd be talking about him in like a top five wide receiver i feel certainly yeah um so dud we've got todd Gurley is the dud coming out of eric's and i I like the pick uh, of the dud um his explanation here is purely based on his ridiculously high projections but then again all my duds exceed their expectations so i want to give Gurley a nice game before his knee refuses to work anymore that's that's kind of thoughtful of eric's you know yeah no that's um i think uh i think uh todd as i call him um is going to be sending you a christmas gift uh, do they have Christmas in Latvia? No, they don't believe in that, no. Okay, he's going to send you a Krampus gift. <laughs> if they don't believe in Christmas, they wouldn't have a Krampus. They All they have is Putin Day, and it happens like 14 days a year. What the hell is Putin? Oh, <laughs> Nick Putin. Yeah, are you being serious right now? The shortstop for the uh, Minnesota I, Twins I really hope you're not being serious right now. Okay, all right. Thank God. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm going to do my wife, uh, Nikita. Whoa. Hey. Um, <laughs> Josh yelling at Keenan, kids in his yard. Uh, Nikita had Keen Allen, and she actually texted me Keen Allen. Um, Sick, dude. Who, as we already know, projected 20.3, put up 40 burger last weekend against Miami this week. So, you know, um, 20.3 is a very high 
it's a very high projection. I mean, but it's worked for her. She's gotten, hang on, let me go up to her. Ooh, except for week one. Um, but she's gotten her studs right week two and three, and both of them are projected 19 and 21. So she's pretty good at these stud picks. Um, Dud, she has Stefan Diggs. As I mentioned earlier, um, she was kind of thinking the same thing I was. Diggs has been, I don't think, he hasn't scored 10 points all season. Um, I'm sure he did against Green Bay. I'd be pr- pretty safe about that because he scored a touchdown. Oh, yeah, that that's right. Bomb. I forgot that about that. But points. that was his only catch. So, yeah, it was about 10 points on the dot. Had a second touchdown depending on who you ask, but, you know. Right. Um, so that is going to be her dud with 10.9 projection. Um, as I said, I was debating on that one. I actually texted her great picks afterwards because I think Keenan's, Wow, way to be supportive of your wife, loser. I think Keen Allen is going to go off, and I think Stefan Diggs is going to get shut down. Cool. Um, you know what? Um, I don't want to get stuck with Walters, so I'm going to make you do Walters. <sighs> I get stuck with Walters every week. You try being stuck yeah, with no. Walters every week. Walters, he has DeAndre Hopkins as a stud, and while he is a stud, he had a struggled. He struggled last week, but I think yeah, uh, he'll bounce back. Seventeen point seven is his projection. Decent pick there. Elshon Jeffrey, eleven point five against Green Bay's defense. Um, assuming he plays. Because I do know he's questionable. I believe Alshon's a go. It's Deshaun Jackson who's not going to okay. play. Okay. So if he plays, yeah, Alshon Jeffries projected 11.5. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think Carson Wentz is going to hit 50 yards passing. So I'm just kidding. Um, that's I think that's a solid pick because he's going to be the only wide receiver they cover, I think, because Nelson Aguilar drops everything. Um, at least that's a joke that people continue to run with. And then the only other person that can catch the ball is Zach Ertz. It's true, and he can catch it well. He can. All right, Josh, we have one last part of Fantasy Fun Time, and it's your created uh, mini segment, Bold Predictions, fantasy-related. What do you got? Nothing. What do you have? Really? You're going to create a segment and then just not supply it? Well, it was just one of those like, well, yeah, if you think of something fancy, why not put it in? How about this? Gardner Minshew, Kyle Allen, and Daniel Jones, top three quarterbacks this week. Well, we appear to have um, synced up our cycles because my bold prediction was going to be that Minshew lights up Denver this week. So we'll see, I guess. Here's an even bolder prediction. Nine <laughs> months from now, the most common male <laughs> name in or for baby names is Gardner. Is the Gardner. Second. Gardner the second. Or Beowulf. Or Beowulf. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's going to end our fantasy fun time, Josh. We are moving on to the redraft league results. Um, so side bet last week was um, Immaculate Reception. So wide receiver with the most receptions. Nikita won with Keenan Allen there. Um, we got to the point where I thought maybe Cooper Cup was going to get there. Um, and then I was just going to say, you know what? Give it to Nikita. Because it ends up in the same bank account for the most part. Um, closest games, Garrett beat Willie by 1.8. And I believe I texted you at one point um, that Willie was just done for. And then yeah, he, he did. He came back. So it was a close game. Uh, the biggest blowout, Hammer beat Nate by 66.1. Um, I did add something, the who won segment. I don't want to go over what we said last week, but last week, Garlic and I made our own predictions, and we were actually fairly close. Um, I got 4.5 because I said we'd tie, <laughs> um, and Garlic got 4. So, yeah, we were fairly close out of the, uh, what, seven, seven projections? Matchups. Yeah. Or 50%. I'll take it. Yeah, so who do you want to you want to start off this week? Um, I guess the, the preview is for the side bet, which I texted out to the group blackjack. So started closest to the 21 without going over. Um, that is going to be what we are shooting for. Do you Josh? So let's just, let's just talk it out. Now you have multiple 21 point scores. How are you going to break the tie? You know, that's a good point. It didn't, it didn't happen last year as I recall, but I'm curious. Well, how would you handle it? Um, I would say that the second, so between those teams, so if there's three teams, the next closest player to 21. So if they have two people at 21 exact, that person wins. But if the if it's like 21, um, three people have 21, three different owners have 21. Okay, there we go. And then they have another player on their team in their starting lineup 
with 19.6, 19.4, and 19.2, the 19.6 wins. I think that's a good way of breaking the tie, the second the second closest player yep. to 21. I like that a lot. Without going over, to be clear, this is blackjack after all. Yeah, no. And you can only go over if you had the one guy in Malax when he was drunk and he was dealing, and you bust, and then he gives you the winnings anyways. Hell yeah, brother. True story. <laughs> um... Yeah, you could start it off. I've talked too much. People hate my voice. All right, week four preview. Uh, I already wrote down the segment start time a, a moment ago, but you know what? We'll just keep rolling with it. So, uh, again, Josh likes to create this table, and I like to just read it from the ESPN list. Josh, I don't want to say you're doing pointless work, but if you like the table, please keep creating it. Um, so, anytime I'm in ESPN, my matchup's always first, so I'm going to not read my matchup first. I'll instead go down to the next one. Nikita and Jamie are playing each other. Um, so, actually, I, I want to do a little better that analysis NFL has on games this. of the week. I would say this is the league's game of the week nikita um at jamie this is america's game of the week right here oh yeah all right uh okay so i finally got the thing to come up so we got team mitchell versus uh sherlock mahomes very creative team name there nikita you're awesome um jamie's projected to win 129.3 to 114.9 she has the advantage in all the positional battles except for wide receiver one where nikita has keenan allen over her julian edelman and then has travis kelsey over delaney walker um yeah, I'll, I'll keep saying it. Jamie's 3-0. She's first in the league. Nikita also 3-0. So this is the battle of the undefeated. To Josh's point, the, this is going to be the game of the week. Uh, you know, Nikita, I love you very much, and I know you listen more regularly than Jamie, but I've picked Jamie to be in the ship multiple weeks in a row, and i got to keep uh, you know pounding that drum. I think Jamie will be in the ship, assuming Mahomes and McCaffrey are healthy, and I think you're going to lose. Yeah, that's who I said was going to win, anyways. Um, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want to, you know, pound no. on your wife any more than that. Nope, nope, I pound her enough. Um, sure you do, buddy. I'm trying to find out where we're at. Okay, I read the the Jamie Nikita game. Yep, yeah, I'm going to skip my game as you did and save the best for last. Woo-hoo-hoo. So next on the list would be T. Brian. There's an ad. What is this? <laughs> That's uh, that's the way she goes, Josh. We do not pay a cent for the ESPN site, so I mean, you could deal with a thirty-second ad. Yeah, pretty inconvenient for live podcasting, but or not live podcasting, but you'd you know. think putting up with their nonsense of a website. Um, so we've got big league Tyler T B T versus Skybusters, Nutbusters Brian Knup. <laughs> T is rolling with a strong 0-3 record, um, going up against Brian's 2-1 record. Uh, currently at this point, Brian is projected to win 111.9 to T's 95.3, but I believe T has a few guys on a bye, or he has um, Jameson Crowder on bye. Um, it's 56% probability towards Brian, but, you know, I forget who I wrote down. That's why I have... Th- th- you wrote down T... I have T winning this game. I think T is going to actually pull this one off. You're an idiot. Uh, if I can switch my fantasy bold prediction, it's going to be that T doesn't win a redraft game this year. You can go ahead and the just team, bold the, predictions all year. The team's that bad. Oh, um, I mean, sorry, yeah, but team. yeah, I mean, it's that bad, but everybody has a pity win every once in a while. I'm not going to get just the look pity at your win. roster. Are you good? Are you fucking kidding me right now, Josh? Oh, my God. You already got your pity win out Hopefully of the way. Hopefully, Brian's not listening. I've sworn up a storm this episode. He's going to write us a mean letter. Okay, so T versus Brian. Is I it too got, old to use an email? I, <laughs> he is fun. We'll, we'll digress about Brian for just a second. So you know how I make everyone send me a screenshot for the locks and upsets every week? Brian is Uses playing the old man. Newspaper. <laughs> He's playing the old man card. I don't know how to screenshot. Go fuck yourself, Brian. Learn how to screenshot. I told Bradley to teach you, but Bradley's not very reliable. No, no, he's not. Um, Yeah, so next matchup. (laughs) All right, so we got the Walking Tacos versus the Fu Minshu. So, Josh, this is your matchup with Derek. Um, You're currently projected to win 119.8 to Derek's 108.8. Derek is 
not doing well in the redraft league this year he's won this league twice but he's 0-3 the only team he is better than is t um josh you know just looking at the advantage checks here you have almost all green all the way through um you know he's got philip Lindsay and odell over you and greg zerline ooh, a kicker la di da um uh just looking at all the matchups here without going too deep i don't want to pick josh but i'm gonna pick josh god damn it i know i think josh is gonna beat Derek. sorry Derek. i'm gonna see you continue to be defeated in this league no wins all right so moving on to the uh the least important match of the week we have eastbound and brown hey garlic versus breeze for dreams which i still don't understand that team name I don't know if I brought it up in a previous pod. Breeze for dreams. Yeah, I, if that's a reference to something, I certainly don't get it. It's probably a reference to like a 1974 Batman comic, page three, that no one else would get. Brad was never really a comic guy, as far that's as I true. know. true. I don't know. Um, but at this point in time, you are projected to win 112.2 to Brad's 104.3. Um, it looks like the players have been updated. Um, yep. Your win probability is 54%. Um, <laughs> um, There's something you want to say out loud, Josh? You want no, to share with the class? No, I saw you put Daniel Jones in. You're goddamn right, Josh. Give it up on the Jimmy G experiment well, already. Huh? I mean, it's his bye week. I wasn't going to play him this week, and I've got five bench spots. I'm not going to carry Jimmy G on my bench. Excuse me. That's true. Um, but, yeah, so that's I, – I gave you the win on this one. I think that uh, – if Brad keeps Kirk Cousins in his lineup against the Bears, he's going to struggle. I don't think uh, Leonard Fournette's going to do well against the run defense in Denver. Um, Chris Carson's struggling with fumbling. Yeah, you're going to win. Yeah, I'm currently in ninth in this league, but let it be known. Here's another bold prediction. Danny Dimes is going to carry me to the ship. That silence is the correct reaction. It's, it is bold predictions, not impossible predictions. Whoa, 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 Josh. Never say never. All right, next matchup. We got Mac and Cheese versus Girls Rule Robin. Currently, Garrett is projected to win 116.5 to Robin's 84.4. Looking at the list here, it looks like um, Robin currently has two players in her lineup with no projection, so she did take the juice out of her lineup. She did see my passive-aggressive um, text last week when I announced the side bet winner and loser, um, so she did at least take the juice out. So, I mean, currently the projection is not going her way, um, but I still, even if she replaces those two players, I don't think it will. Like we said, preseason, her bench blows, so I'm giving this one to Garrett, no question. He's got the advantage in every category that isn't, um, Baker Mayfield over Matt Ryan or Adam Vinatieri over Harrison Butker. I had Garrett winning as well. Um, hang on. So here. much originality. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. Dumbass. So Jesse versus hammer jesse's sitting at two and one currently projected 109 to hammers 118.7 he's sitting at one and two um looking at the matchup here we have um ooh, updated projections never mind see josh that's why the website's nice it's the same projections i was just looking at the wrong things <laughs> well quit being a dumby <laughs> um i mean it looks even across the board as far as matchups go um but I think I went and gave this one to Hammer. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're being rankings whores here, but Alvin Kamara, um, Darren Waller, he, he's got Wayne Gallman in the flex. He picked him up. Ravens defense against Cleveland. I mean, the only way Jesse wins this game is if Julio Jones and Mark Ingram carry him. And I mean, carry him being over i'm gonna say being over jesse needs mark ingram and julio jones to be over 70 percent of his team's total score and that's how he wins this week because those two need to go off otherwise yeah i'm going hammer all right last matchup we got willie Lavian lavita loca versus gold team rules uh nate in a solid 12th place willie in seventh both one and two we got 109.4s willie's projection so he's going to be beaten nate here per the projection uh nate has 95 so 109 to 95 um 
don't know, Josh. I can, do. I have to pick one here. I, I like Lamar Jackson. Nate currently has Saquon Barkley in his lineup. Obviously, that's going to have to change. But that was his crux. I mean, the first overall pick of the league. I mean, Lamar Jackson has really been helping him. You know, he's the number two quarterback right now. But I don't see any other talent on this team that's going to tell me Nate's going to win. So I got to go, Wilbert. I want Willie as well, but it was it was tough. I think that Nate needs to adjust his lineup, maybe move Kenyon Drake up and then toss in a wide receiver in his flex. Hint, hint. Um, I know you don't listen to this, but hint, hint. Um, yeah, I, I think Willie's going to get it just because Russell Wilson, Delvin Cook, um, and Aaron Jones. I think Aaron Jones is going to bounce back after last. I mean, he scored 15 last week, so it's not like he struggled, but he, he struggled. Um, and then Josh Gordon's my stud. So obviously he's going to put it 475,000 points. And I didn't even mention this during the projections. Willie currently doesn't even have a defense in. So that's at least another four points. Four whole points. I'm just saying that makes a difference. Actually, I think I put the defense in his lineup in my table that you made fun of. Yeah, I mocked your table. What of it? You yeah, you haven't projected one seventeen point eight in your table. Yeah, that's that's a that's a sturdy defense. That's what eight points. Well, yeah, look at his roster. Who's he Ooh, got on the child. bench? Let's just see here. Just do 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 do. I mean, he doesn't have a kicker. He has a defense. Is that what it is? Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah, you know, making fun of me, and you don't even know how to read. Yeah, his kicker, Zane Gonzalez, projected 8.3. So would that bring it up to what I wrote? Josh, I, yes. I don't know numbers, okay? It's all right. Outro time. Write, down, write it down. 7.10 p.m. Josh, I'm not going to write down 7.10 p.m. because that's just stupid. Um, all right, Josh, do you have do you have any final thoughts? I thought today today felt like a good pod. I, I, I think today was a little bit more in shambles than our previous pods, but I also think that it was a little bit more What makes um, you say lively. it was in shambles? I don't know. I just felt like I rambled and lost my train of thought quite a bit. Then again, oh. what's the difference between the other pods that we do? <laughs> um, yeah, I think today was a decent pod. A lot of good energy. Um, you know, didn't have a dog running around down here farting every 10 seconds. Oh. Odin. That. Shout out to Odin. I uh, didn't have Kaya trying to eat the table. Shout out to Kaya. Um, I texted my wife to start tater tots like half an hour ago. So hopefully them are good. I love me some tots. Did you say tater tots, Josh? Yeah, you're not invited to dinner. Damn. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I was going to say, I, I guess I can't speak to your inner, inner, uh, inner thought. Uh, so I don't know if you were lost your thought while rambling a lot, but I thought, you know, I thought it was a good pod. I thought it was pretty conversational. I definitely thought we were going to go very long, but you know, we kind of, sped through the matchups at the end there so we didn't take as much time as usual we're currently sitting at an hour and seven minutes as it ticks over here so that's not crazy um, i thought it was i thought it was a good pod good uh, we're looking forward to the packers losing tomorrow night to the eagles false oh darn it um all right well josh thank, thanks for having me nikita thank you for welcoming me into your home yet again love you nikita um, <laughs> ryan walters appreciate you listening love you walter alex williams if you're out there yeah, he's not listening anymore. Not at this point of the pod, but allegedly he's listened to a few. So, all right. Uh, Eric's Kesterix, Eric Landvik. Haven't heard from Eric Landvik in a while. I think he might be dead. Look or at my pyramid. Your pyramid. It is. It's a. It's got a base of four with one can in the middle. I don't, is that? Well, is we're that, only in week four. Does that qualify as a pyramid? I'm pretty sure all those cans are from the last two weeks, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, where did? Okay, so Jamie, Levi, Zatch, Brian. If you all listen, love you. Kyle, Brad, I know you might listen every once in a while. Don't forget, hiddenoaksoverdose at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Facebook.com slash hoodpod. First person to text me a funny joke gets $10 from garlic. No, 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 A funny joke. Josh, we don't have funny friends. Funny looking, maybe. We're going to get a text from Walters for the next hour. Guaranteed.